Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's all part of a $75 million marketing campaign designed to convince video game fans that GameCube is better than the competition. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow and with me, as always... It's Detective Ben here. <laughs> Fantasy Detective JRPG Ben Vanell checking in. <laughs> wow. And who's that over there? It's me, one of the ghosts of the dead people who the detective can talk to mm. and still... like. I guess almost unethically. Mm. Is it unethical? My name's Adam Knox. Is it? If you're a detective, that's and you, unethical. It, it's, yeah. No one should name their children Adam Knox. <laughs> it's not good. If your last name's Knox, <laughs> don't call your kid Adam. Do you know? Genuinely, they nearly called me Nick. They were really no. Close. I'm not even kidding. Because no. they were thinking of it as Nicholas the whole time. <laughs> okay. And then I Nicholas think Nicholas okay. Knox is not that much better. It's, that sounds like a detective. It still sounds silly, but you've got to keep it's in me, mind Nicholas Knox. This was all detective taking place Inspector. in England. Yeah. So sure. I know. that's that's part of why calling someone like Oh, wibbly bibbly doesn't register now, Adam, as weird. Yeah. You're doing an episode of a different podcast with me after this, and I'm going to have to insist <laughs> that you please retell that on there. Because yeah, right. <laughs> I, I know a certain little cunny who will love hearing that information. <laughs> My parents, we are both also from the UK, were going right. to call me or wanted to call me Oliver Vanell. Ooh, oh, which is too many V's. Exactly. It's also a stupid, uh, yeah, tongue twistery sort of. The, the, yeah, Oliver Vanell and Nicholas Knox. <laughs> it makes it sound like someone. Whenever someone's saying your name, it would be like they're either cold or scared. Yeah, <laughs> Oliver Vanell. <Yeah. laughs> Do you guys know what you would have been called if you were born as ladies? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, no, I, I don't. Th- it, I think it might have been Kate. Kate Knox. Ooh, that's that's, that's good. The, yeah, the that's double K hot. is yeah. okay. Yeah. Kate Knox. Good comedian name. I, my Cooker. dad really likes Kate Bush and did since back before Stranger Things, you Zuma fucks. Oh, yeah. But, um, what, your, your like, middle-aged bordering on senior dad liked it before Stranger <laughs> Things? Not even bordering. <laughs> he's tipped over. But, uh, Do he's, you guys want to guess? pick him up then. <laughs> nah, he's old. He's out of four. Do you guys want to guess what mine would have been? Your girl name. And my girl name. Tommy. Mm, <laughs> good guess. Because you are a... No. Good guess. Uh, Tina? No. Does it start with a T? Nah. Oh, well Jessica. then, this could take so long. I know. Sophie. You get one more guess each. Okay. Um, and you won't get it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tatiana. That would have been good. Uh, fucking Greg. Mm, no. Ariel. Ooh. <laughs> Alliteration. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd yeah. have called you the little dermaid. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're dumb. I just feel like Ariel's a hard pivot. It's so funny yeah. when you hear like parents having like the backup name. Like my cousin Holly, mm. she was almost going to be called Flavia. 
Wow. <laughs> That's shit. I mean, yeah, my cousin Cam, he was almost going to be called Enzo. It's like there is no like It makes sense though that like if it was th- th- that way round to me makes sense where they mm. at the last minute went we can't do four. We got to get a grip on this. <laughs> but yeah. if it was like, well, I was almost going to be named Holly, but then at the last second they decided Flavia. That's right. true. That's true. That, that would, would be, be like weirder knowing that like they at the last second they went Let's just throw goddamn caution to the wind. Yeah, they yeah. got pissed on the way to the births, deaths, and marriages <laughs> registry. It's every. T- it's like you, you, you like. I don't know if you go to a fast food place or something. You're like, I think I'm gonna try the mm. crazy new cake burger that they've got. Mm. You get up there and you're like, cheeseburger, please. Yeah. yeah. But imagine me as a girl called Ariel. God, I'd be a juicy little piece. Ariel also. <laughs> Would you? I know you're objectifying yourself, <laughs> yeah. but like, even so, it's making me. <laughs> uh, well, the name of this show is Filthy Casuals. The name of the game is video games. That's true. Video games. They were originally be called going to be called. Funny movers, mo- movie shooters. Yeah, tech digital fun mm. times. TV Finger. control. I can't think of a silly <laughs> Finger name for jigglers. <laughs> Finger jigglers. Finger yeah. jigglers. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, there's a lot of video game. This might sound like this riff has been completely off topic, but there are a lot of video game names where it's like, it's what we're talking about. They've mm. gone with Flavia yes. when they should have gone with Holly. You know, a lot I of lo- Echoes, Seasons of Forever, yep. Ultimate, yep. Ring. The Blastoise version three, <laughs> the one we got from the big thing we're going to talk about news. What there's just been a Nintendo Direct, yep. yeah. Moments before recording this, we live streamed it and uh, reacted to it. You can go watch that on our YouTube channel. Yep, uh, we took over the airwaves. The like you know emergency warning system. Yeah, mm. there's been a Nintendo Direct. Everyone <laughs> tune in, and we'll tell you how to react. Max Headroom style. We like came on during some yeah. other thing. Yes. Uh, and so yeah, you can see more stuff. But we're gonna uh, we've had more thoughts in the inter- in the minutes between. <laughs> yeah. Well, we also we'll there was like a it. huge chunk of it where we were talking about Ben's parents both getting injured by a circular <laughs> saw. So yeah. I don't feel like we really kept too on topic. <laughs> That's the thing that we were talking over the top of. But with the name thing, there's at least one game in this, and I like it when games do this. When clearly there's been an internal argument about what to call the game. Oh yes. And so it's basically two titles, but one of them's after a colon. Yeah. This is most. I reckon I'd love to someone. And if someone can do a number crunch for us, who's who could be bothered doing this and is good with this kind of stuff, what percentage of games announced in, let's say, the last six years okay. feature a colon in the title? Oh. The colon is getting a huge run in video a games. A lot like, you know, days. the human anatomy. What comes after the colon <laughs> is usually shit. Almost all of them feature a colon too. That's <laughs> one of my main features. I've got a hyphen out the front and a colon out the back. <laughs> Echo of ages, colon, colostomy bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, go- Ghost Trick Phantom Detective yes. the word. Yep. Stupid Ghost Trick is like such a Like uh, Unique I think yes. And like uh, yep. Stands out name mm-hmm. And then Phantom Detective Is just a description Of what it's about yeah. It's still fine though If it was just If the title was just Either one of those things mm-hmm. Right Both mm-hmm. okay no, Not groundbreaking But it's like You're getting the point across yes. Putting both of them together <laughs> Is like Well now together. you're eating Some other Ghost Detective's lunch mm-hmm. By having both titles Be there like if you called your thing Lord of the Rings Game of Thrones, then no one else can make a fan of it. Like, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, if you want to hear us talk about Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones and other non-video uh, game media, mm-hmm. go sign up to the Patreon. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's fantastic. We got uh, access to our Discord, a secret Facebook group, uh, a weekly bonus podcast where we talk about 
stuff that isn't video games. Maybe I'll bring up my circular saw oh, uh, yes. story again. <laughs> the circular secret Facebook group we do let you know about when you join the Patreon. Yeah, too. It's, it's the it's only like, way. It's yeah. the only way you yep. can find it's out. It's not a secret that we keep from you after. Like, okay, thank you. You'll yeah. never know. <laughs> yeah, but now you're aware of it. Um, so check out that. Yeah, support. Yeah. The, uh, you can support the pod if you enjoy getting it for free every week. But something else you can get for free if oh, you yeah. have zero interest in giving us money. <laughs> uh, you can listen to the, I guess, companion podcast to this that we have out on the free feed. We're doing yes. a Last of Us TV show recap podcast, which you might be wondering why we haven't been discussing the show on here. It's because it's got its whole other own show. We're watching the app. We're doing same reason they don't sell perfume in the pants department. (laughs) (laughs) Two separate departments. Yeah, that's right. And hey, we might have had to fit an extra hour and forty minutes of discussion onto this show every week. Absolutely, talking Um, long. Clicker, I barely know her. Is what that's called. You get it on. I believe all the same apps. The the the. Mm Service we use, it, they distribute it. So if it's not yeah. on the app you use, we can't help if you like. Mm, yeah. Anyway, patreon.com slash filthy casuals pod as well if you do want to support us. And it means the world to us and lets us do this. Yeah. And it's sick. And it gives you the opportunity to hear more Nintendo Direct discussion from us because <laughs> you probably haven't had enough of that over the last seven years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and but you you know what they're winding fucking down. Yeah, they are. at least in this this form in the Switch version of them because this one did. We would we were talking about whether like this seemed like it would be the um the canary in the coal mine for how long the Switch has left mm-hmm. before they have plans to bring in whatever new hardware is next. And yeah, this was we were talking about it a bit before, like very much. Uh, it it is not setting up enough future things to be released for the Switch to suggest that there's much longer before they announce hardware. My right. expectation of the end of Tears of the Kingdom, and sorry if this ends up being accurate and I've okay. spoiled the end of the game for you, it's going to be Link standing there on a beach and he's got the Switch hardware <laughs> and he kind of puts it onto a raft and he okay. sets the raft on fire and then just... Pushes it out into the ocean. Viking funeral style. Viking funeral for the Switch hardware what a at the end of Tears of the Kingdom. That's it. And okay. then it's, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's funny that you use that as an ending <laughs> because it's an ending to a game I know you haven't finished as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> the, yeah, I could, I, he, I could genuinely see, because you know how the Switch and the Wii U gamepad was kind of his um, machine in in, in mm. Breath of the Wild, yeah. If he does get like yeah. a new little a new pad, oh, and it God. looks sort of different at the end of Breath of the Wild. That's tight. I mean, that. we talked about and something. But it's that a was console this time, and he can't take it with him. <laughs> mm. <laughs> something that we're, yeah, it's just one little house in a village that you can go and play it at. Yeah. In uh in the when we talked about the announcement of that um that that weird bayonetta um kind of um so side, Razor yeah. lost origins or yep. yeah it's side thing that's coming out. There was apparently a little demo of that hidden in Bayonetta 3 yeah, like yeah. months before it got announced you could stumble across it and play a little bit of it I love st- more stuff like that like That'd yeah hide a little clue for what the Switch 2 is oh, in like in Tears every you know in like Pokemon games when you start them in your bedroom is like whatever the latest Nintendo yes, thing is yes. you go up and it's like don't have time to play the Nintendo 64 right now <laughs> yeah. I've got to go on a Pokemon adventure hide a little se- like there's one little moblin somewhere yeah. playing a Next switch, but right. I so and you got to stealth your way if you want to get a good look at it. If he knows you're you coming, just he puts blo- it away. Yeah, you oh, can't just blow yeah. the base up because his uncle works at Nintendo yeah. <laughs> and he got given it before anyone else, so he's got to keep it on under wraps. I like the idea that yeah, it's the end. It's the end of uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Zelda's standing there. Uh, sorry, Link Zelda is the standing main character there. is standing yeah. there, yeah. <laughs> uh, holding yeah the uh, the little what was it called? 
It's, don't it's don't got know a what name. You're talking the about. Switch. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what's in your head. Oh, like the thing in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, the, the Sheikah slate. The Sheikah slate. Holding it like a switch, and then it's like, um, oh, uh, Zelda comes in over the loudspeaker okay. <laughs> slash voiceover, and is like, <laughs> Link, it's time that you were given a little bit more power. Yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. it sort of goes like little puff of smoke, and it turns into like a slightly larger version of the exact same thing. Oh, and then you know Link what? says. Is this just an OLED screen, but it's the same exact Sheikah slate? Like, oh, did you, this one now has 8 gig of RAM. <laughs> if there's a joke in there about like, yeah, this new Sheikah slate that he's got and yeah. it's like, oh, the screen's a bit better and the <laughs> kickstand comes all the way yeah. out. Oh, this one's got a LAN port on it. I'm just sort of confused by this because Jeff Grubb, who lives in uh, Kakariko <laughs> Village and uh, Jason Shrek up there, yes. and, uh, he, they, they were pretty sure there was a new one. But okay, no, it looks nice. Yeah, Nice you know, colours. You know what I'd love the follow-up to be? We've yeah. got the Sheikah slate. Then Link gets the follow-up. Mm. The Sheikah Hydropod. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the yeah. next piece of Nintendo hardware is uh, an Android, like a, a full Android. Yeah, one of, those weird looking, uh, one of those weird-looking robots that have mm-hmm. the little spongy <laughs> legs that they're kind of running around. Yes. This is like... This is this is like what people who've never played a video game think video games are going to be. They're like, yeah, one day video games will be a fucking weird robot. Yeah. Robot with a screen on it and you can like order uh, stuff from the internet on it. It'll be real Pong and you'll jump on the Pong ball and you'll fly around. Um, but I do think that, yeah, because the Pikmin, so they did the Nintendo Direct, showed Pikmin 4 yep. first. I gave it a date, which was like the 20-somethingth of July, yeah, which is around the same time. I think you said when we were doing the stream, like, Nintendo won't be at E3, but they mm. probably will do a direct around that time. Yeah. And it's true that they won't be at E3, but I could imagine, same as with, like, the PS5 and the Xbox Series stuff, mm-hmm. I guess just the PS5. They'd already announced the Series X, I suppose, by that point. But either way, like, July announcement, possible holiday this year release. Yeah. Maybe. That's yeah. what I think now. I didn't think that going into this, but just the lack of... Unless they're just having to grit their teeth and accept that they're going to have a quiet 12-month period, possibly, at yeah. some stage. They do also pretty... Even, you know, when the Switch was booming, they do still pretty regularly do this where they just kind of focus on a six-month period a window mm. and then there's always, like, you get to the end of that and then a lot of the fervour around the next Direct, there's been big periods where it's like, we literally don't know anything that's coming out for the next yeah. year and beyond. So yeah. it turns into this thing of like, you need to hold this to just let people know what you have coming out. Mm-hmm. So it isn't, yeah, it isn't inconceivable that they've got some more stuff mm. up the sleeve. But there was some report they after to. they mm. announced that uh, they weren't going to be at E3 that IGN, I think there was someone there, they had some report that it's like, they got nothing on the slate post Zelda. That's which has now been crazy. proved untrue with because... Pikmin will be out after that. Yep. Um, but, I mean, that was surprising to me. This I, I really expected with this to just see Zelda and that was it. So okay. I was kind of pleasantly surprised. I really thought with Pikmin 4, given that they announced it not all that long ago mm-hmm. and they had literally nothing to show of it, I kind of thought, oh, that's ages away. If they're, if they're announcing this and not even having like the tiniest little trailer or bit of gameplay, mm. they must really be having to spend a lot of time in the oven. So to see it so much of it and it be out pretty soon, yeah. that really caught me off guard. It's cool and like uh I, I'm I'm excited to actually get into a Pikmin game. Mm. I've always I, I don't know why I haven't. They've always looked appealing. Yeah. I think just like the 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 sort of strategy ish nature of it sometimes makes me 
standoffish with the game. Like, I don't know what it is. I, I think for me, it's unclear what the actual gameplay is. Okay. So that's probably why I haven't. But yeah, I, I did read while we were watching the Direct, an interview with the Nintendo president who said, who seemed to very heavily imply that the Switch is the hardware that will stick around for the foreseeable future and that they will that they are thinking about and aware of the fact that they will have to talk about, present, release information about games that are coming out for it. Like they're aware like, yeah, we've never had to support a system for this long. Yeah. It's because of COVID and supply chain issues and the one thing we can do is keep making games. So They also kind of have said that. They've always said that about stuff though. Like I remember when the Switch came along, they were like, don't worry, we're not going to be giving up on the 3DS. And they would trickle out like a Luigi's Mansion remake. But, mm, yeah. you know, they really were like... Game Boy Advance when the DS came out, same yeah. thing. Like they all, yeah, they always say, like, we're going to have three different pillars. <laughs> right. One of those pillars we're going to immediately knock over with the other <laughs> pillar. And it's harder to believe when they... Especially with the 3DS, it's like... Yeah, but now this thing is also a handheld. Like that yeah. made sense when it was like you had your two divisions, right? But you've just you've just gotten rid of that gap. So yeah. why would you keep like don't keep supporting it? Yeah, like, but they've said that stuff when they there is a follow up announced, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. This because there's will, nothing on the horizon. Because the tricky thing too is that like I believe that they you know their plan without COVID would have been like around now to be dropping something, and that that's probably. Yeah, that's been impacted by the well, last two years. Because it's easy to, like, the PS5 and the Series X and S were, like, effectively done by the time COVID started yes. yeah. and in production mm. soon, you know. Yeah. So, like, they got impacted by it still, but in much less of a way than something if you'd have been planning for it to come out in 2022, for example. Yes. Yeah. Would have been, yeah. So, I feel like really it, it makes sense that they, I, I, yeah, I buy that they've had those plans kind of pushed back. But the problem with that is that, like, they would not have been planning... They wouldn't have been planning much software for the Switch in this year if they were going to bring out mm. a new console. And it's not like you can all of a sudden just go, snap your fingers and go, oh, okay, well, we'll put we'll put Mario Odyssey 2 into development for yeah. the Switch now. Like, that's kind of a harder thing to fill that gap. So it does make sense that you'll see more remasters, ports, game like I mean these we fucking see that stuff in the in well, the in the golden <laughs> years. Yeah. Yeah. When, when the when there's hay being shone on by the sun <laughs> yep. and you yep. make rain. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine a world where there's just six months to a year where Nintendo doesn't really put out much from like July through to March of next year or something. Yeah, which kind of which sort of happens in any console, I guess. Really, like other than you, I you're mean, lucky if you get like a big swan song in like the final year of something. I think like it's Last of Us One was mm. pretty late in the PS3. It was. Yep. But then like we're in that weird stage now where it seems less that way because so many of games that are like PS5 games and whatever were actually PS4 games. Yeah, mm. yeah. And yeah. so like they were actually getting made f- for longer than they would have been in the part. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. yeah. It, either way, they've got some stuff coming out until July. Pikmin yeah. 4 was the first Pikmin 4 one. looks sick and it's someone who played and loved the re-release of 3 that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great formula. It's a really just charming, fun, relaxing game. Relaxing that gets stressful but like... Yeah, I really got hooked in on it and just blasted through it. And yeah, the little changes in this, having a little dog, mm. uh, the extra little Pikmin types that they've added, the extra bit of graphical capability that they're putting into this because it's a ground up from the Switch. I'm excited for this. I think this will be great. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so funny. I feel like for whatever reason, 
often a Nintendo sequel you'll be able to say like I like the changes having a little dog is a great addition <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. what it is yeah. but especially with Nintendo things it seems like they're like the fourth one dog time yeah, yeah. Jump well in. it's funny they the second one it was like they added a little because you play as a little spaceman yes and I think the Holy sec- yeah the second one they added a one guy, and then the third one, they added a third guy. There was right. like a Luigi taller looking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. I think his one, name's Abe or something like that. Cool. And then, yeah, third one. And there, yeah, this looks like. And then this one, it's like, well, looked. we can't just add a fourth guy. Yeah. Come on, guys. What if. It, hang on. What if the fourth guy wasn't a guy at all? Mm-hmm. You know this. What if it had four legs? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's either a dog or a baby when you got three men, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a little lady. <laughs> yep. Uh, we had a whole bunch of sort of expansion DLC type of announcement things that I'll we won't go through all of. No, I'll, I'll see what I can remember. Okay. Mario Kart tracks. Yep. yep. More Mario Kart tracks. A new one uh, that hasn't been in the game before. Mm-hmm. Yoshi's um, ever. Island. Yeah, it looks cool. Really colourful, fun yeah. looking track. New yep. character too. That's cool. Yeah, Birdo. Birdo is, has been in Mario Kart games past. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Birdo was in the Wii one, I think. And the, the GameCube one as well, I think. Yeah. I wish they would chuck more. Uh, yeah. Like, that's my one. Compl- it's cool to still have a game like that supported this far in and getting new tracks is great. It's a great game. Uh, it it would have been cool if they were chucking more new characters in. Hell yeah! Simultaneous to those tracks, Fast Chuck Olimar in. Yeah. What yeah. about a running run? He runs instead of cart. Hell yeah! Still got four he little runs. Pikmin. Yeah, little Pikmin carry him. Dog dog <laughs> yes. run. Dog run. Dog. I'm talking about dog, not Olimar. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do we know the name of the dog? Who gives a fucking shit? Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Cupid, block your ears. This guy hates dogs. <laughs> I, I genuinely do love calling dogs just dog. Yeah. I think it's so much fun to You're like... You're a real foot rot flats type of guy. <laughs> yeah. I was going to call my dog Favola or whatever, but now <laughs> just dog. Brendan Favola, the full name is the dog's name. That's good. I like that. Uh, what else can I remember? Fire Emblem. We've got yep. some Fire Emblem DLC. Fire Emblem or expansion pass. You're right. I think a lot of this stuff, yeah, it's already like you know you've been able to buy the expansion pass for yeah. Fire Emblem already. Yep. You were able to buy the p- expansion pass for Xenoblade Chronicles Three yes. already. It was just a little more detail about like, hey, in these waves, this new emblem is going to be in there, yep. and uh, this Hector. new character and new baddie is going to be in the Xenoblade one. Oh, yeah. you know what else is coming on the DLC front or the expansion pass front? Splatoon Three. You've yes. got all of that had not been announced. Most of them, right? Wave one is a new hub world, uh, yeah, which all, is an old one. I think all of these expansion, but like they didn't look bad, but it was all just like exactly what you would imagine. That yep. stu- it's not like yep. the exciting expansion type stuff is like Zelda motorbike. Exactly, it's yeah. always like they they have kind of a pretty set out way that they do these now, where they'll have like three waves or so. Yeah, and the first the f- well, yeah, COVID style. Yes, the first one is often like... 700 waves of, <laughs> for the rest of your life. The first one is often like very cosmetic stuff. Right. And a lot of it is just like it's you get that day one if you just like buy the expansion pass. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, the second one is like, yeah, a new character. Again, just some more like challenge sort of stuff. Sure. And then it's like once you get into wave three, maybe like a year after the game's been out, you're getting a meaty, like a story, you know, a well, new little five-hour It looked chunk. like the Splatoon 3 wave two, I mean, there was very little detail. Yeah, it was maybe just someone some standing in like a white burnt-out coral reef looking yeah. type of city. But that that is probably what that is. Some I'd more say single-player single player. levels. Yeah, yeah, they did new single-player stuff for two. So right. I would imagine that's... Uh, and people loved that single-player in three. Yeah. 
It's great. Yep. So that was wave one of this um, Switch Direct was expansion passes. Yes. Wave two was the uh, remasters. Oh, sure. And, and updates and re-releases of, of things. There's mm-hmm. always a ton of these. Yep. Or I'm going to include like new games in series that like Samba, Day, Samba Day Amigo oh, uh, yeah. Party Central sure. yeah. is like a new game that yep. is very much... Iterative on what those games are. They're rhythm games Samba de Amigo They were Dreamcast Please, games Samba the Amigo Samba <laughs> we're my friend in, We are in, in English speaking territory yeah, We yeah, don't yeah. need to okay. you Samba want, the friend I'll Samba <laughs> the friend What does Samba mean? I, I guess it's dance. just the name of the dance Dance, right? dance the, friend. the friend Okay Friendly dance uh, yeah. Party central It's like the Persona ones They're called like you know Dancing fun all stars oh, or yeah. whatever. Up all night. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I do not like the name Party Central, but that's a new. Yeah, they're rhythm games. You you shake the maracas in Shaking time. Shaking your Joy-Con. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, shake, was, shake, shake, Senora. I was hoping for a say. little. Uh, you know, they did the drum game. The I don't know how to say. I forget what it's called. Oh, it's got rhythm. Rhythm. Tengoku or something. Something like that. Yeah. It's got the little. I've got the little plastic drum that yep. you could get for it. I was hoping for a little at the end of the trailer, and you'll be able to get, you know, a packing with some maracas. Oh, that would have been cool. That would be great. You can just like tie a bag of sand to your Joy Cons, and it'll make the same noise. I'd be too horny. Yeah, <laughs> I actually, they, you know, I actually have been doing that for every other game I play on the Switch. <laughs> okay. So it's weird I didn't think about that. Little workout. Uh, and stuff like uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe, they showed like the sort of extra stuff that they're adding to that, which is a few more levels with a different character. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Etrian Odyssey remakes, mm-hmm. HD remaster things, they're DS games where you dungeon crawl, stuff like that. Again, like we don't want to cover too much of the stuff you can go and see on the YouTube thing. Yeah. Because a lot of it also is just like not massively... Uh, exciting thing. Beta hey, Kratos this, 1 and 2 are that's GameCube. Right. Was a Switch, it was a Nintendo Director. It'd be awesome if they went for 10 minutes and were all bangers, but yep. they go for 40 and they, they, they you know, for out. better or worse, they feel like they got to give a little spotlight to, you know, a lot of third-party stuff, right? which I'm sure is helpful for the people that are making that yeah, stuff. But yeah. for most of us, it's like, Big snooze. <laughs> yes. Kat- Katamari. Oh, oh yeah. Another one yep. of those. Pumped about that. Yes. And then Wave 3 was Detective Games with a supernatural JRPG bent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We had Ghost Trick, Decca Police, um, and surely another one. Yeah, there, there was, was one other one. There was yeah. another one. There was uh, one other one that they mentioned Weirdly, Master Detective Archives. Yes, that's right. Yes, they mentioned at the start of it that it was like a detective thing, and then when we, I don't think we knew the name or we'd forgotten the name. We were watching it, and it was like, I mean, this seems like the one where the detective element has really been pushed to the back. Yeah, yeah. I thought that Ghost was Trick and Decca Police uh, was was the the very JRPG looking one. Sure, yes. yeah. I thought yep. Decca Police and Ghost Trick look cool in different ways. Decca Police is one of my favorite Radiohead songs, and the. That's for all the radio heads out there. <laughs> I'm a radio head. Karma police. <laughs> I'm aware. That's the reference. It sounds similar. It's got the right number of syllables. Yeah. If you sing it, Deca police. Yeah. 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 You can't fault it. Mm. It's honestly one of the greatest <laughs> achievements. God, no wonder Tom York's so grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ghost Trick is meant to be good too, apparently. Okay. That's a DS game. Right. And they're putting it back out, but that looks like the most detective-y sure. of of all the because yeah, like it, I, I think Decca Police. It's more just like it, see the, the, now that you say it again and again. Doesn't it sound like Karma Police? Yeah, I sorry. am singing 
The greatest joke, it <laughs> sounds like it, uh, but it, isn't it, the same name. I'm going to, please keep going. Okay. <laughs> it, looks like, uh, it looks like the detective it, it stuff is just a, is just like a kind of a setting for the game. Yeah. No, like Ghost Trick actually looks like in terms of the gameplay, you're doing detecting kind of work, whereas like you'd think you'd be Deck tricking looks ghosts. like you're doing a or, well, JRPG it, combat kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, Xenoblade-y stuff. Yeah. The ghost trick is the thing you're trying to figure out, I guess. Mm. The ghosts have tricked someone into being dead. Okay. No, I don't know. I, I, Spoilers I've, for The Sixth Sense. That's basically a summary of the plot. <laughs> ghost trick. I think that that's... Uh, yeah, meant to be good. Okay. Um, I never. Are I never all played things that one. meant to be good? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> if that's how you felt when I said Decca Police, then I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, the Octopath Traveler Two is coming out yes. soon. Bunch of stuff like that, and then the Nintendo e stuff, which is usually you know as makes sense for the Switch the most interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is interesting. Mm. Like we talked about Pikmin 4. They gave a date to Advance Wars 1 and 2, oh, which yes. is now April 21st, which is a full year delay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, More and than, also, Because, well, you know, you could have seen this coming a mile off. It's like they delay it indefinitely because of the Ukraine conflict. And it's like, this isn't going to wrap up in a week. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like... It's already a game that is out there. It's yep. a it's a re-release to begin with. It just seemed like a it just seemed like kind of weirdly just positioned sensitivity. Like unnecessary. Right. I don't know. It and just then it's gonna like be like, yeah, you're just gonna pick an arbitrary date to release it on anyway. Yeah. So And while the same thing is still going and exactly. like it seemed like, yeah, a weirdly tone deaf way to try not to be tone deaf. Yeah. I really wished in the trailer that they had have addressed it and been like, well, I guess that Ukraine conflict's not ri- wrapping up anytime soon, so it's time to get in your tank. Like, <laughs> they just had of like bedded that into. The it's so weird that that was it's the so reason. Strange that they, yeah, it's bizarre. It's uh, also weird that there's. I just. I. It's one of my favorite stories in gaming of the last couple of years. That person who had pre-ordered it before it got oh, delayed yeah. indefinitely, and then for some weird reason, just for one person on Earth, it unlocked. It unlocked mm. on the. Um, on the actual release date. It was unclear whether they were telling the truth okay. as well. Okay. Like I remember seeing some fucking phantom detectives out there giving oh, yeah. a bit of the old ghost trick treatment to their posts and I don't remember if it ter- how how that ended up, but they never posted footage or anything. No, did they? and yeah. it was like a few screenshots and Okay. So I don't know how real that was. But I guess also Nintendo is so litigious, like maybe they were too scared to... Yeah, that's yeah. also, if you got a fucking email being like, hey, right. you think that war was bad? <laughs> we're going to start a new fucking <laughs> one on you. Yeah. And, like, anyway, that's that's coming out. That's April. coming out. But we also should say, uh, yeah, this, the, the very Nintendo-y stuff, and let's tie this into the back of the, uh, the raft of detective games. Yeah. Just, yes. when you, just when you're getting fatigued on the detective genre in this direct, oh, yeah. and you're thinking... Well, surely we've seen all of the detective games we're going to see. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, they drop a little reveal of a new Professor Layton game. Yeah. And they sort of cuck themselves by just burying it after all the other detective games have been That's announced. true. I, forgot, yeah. I didn't even think of that as a detective <laughs> game necessarily because he's he's more of a puzzle man and he right. solves the crimes 
incidentally. By if doing someone, a Sudoku. Yeah, if you murdered someone like nowhere near three jugs of water that needed a certain amount of water in them, then he would have nothing to do with it. He'd never solve that crime. Yeah, that's yeah. Fun. like so. I'm planning to murder you in this room right now, and I'm just quickly looking around like, oh, there's no, there's no like symbols on the wall. Yeah, right. make sure the dartboard doesn't add up to whatever. Like <laughs> the number of stab wounds. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't really show any of that. It was nah. just like Professor Layton turning around and being like. I'm still got the top hat. That's no right. No date. No, yeah, no vague like later this year or anything like that. But um, yeah, they're working on a new professor. Like, and you know, <coughs> it is that classic thing when you have like a, you feel like a bit of overkill of a genre, and right. then it's like, well, here's a, here's just a top tier banger of a detective game. Yeah. But so with the Nintendo stuff, so the weird thing, Advance Wars One and Two coming out April twenty first, and then also as of right now, I think, um, you can play Game Boy. Uh, and yeah. Game Boy Advance games sure on the can. Switch Online thing. Mm. <laughs> and like there's a fair number of games coming out for them, but Advance Wars 1 and 2 were both Game Boy Advance games. Mm. Yeah. You could fucking have chucked them on there and saved Fuck. us all a whole lot of fucking effort. That yeah. would have been that actually would have been awesome if they had have been like now look, a lot of people are wondering when this remake of Advance Wars 1 and 2 is coming out. Obviously, the Ukraine conflict is continuing to go on. It's gone on longer than, you know, it, we we thought when we delayed the game, so we we really think the only sensitive thing to do is to cancel the re-release, and then ten minutes later they're like Game Boy Advance games coming out featuring Advance yeah. Wars, <laughs> or just go like, hey, we're putting Game Boy and Game Boy Advance uh, games up. We forgot we'd already made Link's Awakening, so that's up there on the Game Boy now, and we've taken down that remake we did because why would we bother remaking a game <laughs> yeah. that already came out? Same with Advance Wars. So sorry, we yep. forgot. Yeah, we'd done them fucking ages ago. <laughs> yep. But so yeah, there's a bunch of um, good Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games going up on there, uh, and that, well, that are up there right now, and then more coming later mm. in yep. the year and stuff like that. Yep. As always. And then another remaster of uh, Metroid Prime, which is also out today. Yeah, physical edition coming out later. That was, I think, the thing that tipped me over into thinking like this is actually, yeah, way better of a direct than I was thinking. This and the Game Boy stuff have been rumored for such a long time because mm. they're such easy, obvious slam yeah. dunks, right? Yeah. Like that's a part of that rumor being. The the I mean uh, there was also the rumor that yeah it would be Metroid Prime one two and three triple, which they'd already done in the past on yeah, the fucking yeah. Wii you know yes. so it's not weird to think that it'd be all of them and like this no. is this is an updated and the visuals look better type of remaster and it does look more different than I initially my impression of it was because mm-hmm. they've obviously kept the same sort of art style and everything but it does yep. look better but it's yeah it's one of those things where the the, the rumor spreads so much and is so talked about because the more interesting question isn't like will they do it is like why the fuck wouldn't mm. they do why it? haven't they done it because they do well, it with so much fucking exactly stuff. Yeah. yeah and well i mean the fact that yeah it's like it relatively easy to do easy slam dunk rumored with every direct that's happened in the last two years that this was finally going to be the one where they drop it and they hadn't i had as of the start of this year gone they're just not happening if they were going to happen they would have happened by now so finally seeing them happen is is good and mm. also the fact that yeah with the metroid prime spe- uh, specifically that it's just because i thought oh, okay yeah here we go they announce it it's a remaster it's finally happening oh and it's not out until september like mm. i wish they did this more just like yeah it's a re-release and guess what you can just hop on after this and just play it yeah sick great and it is good and like i don't mean to sound like if you've never played like Metro Prime in particular, it's a fucking awesome game. And 
like the all the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance ones are good as well. The, the fact that they don't interest me because I've played them isn't really an important part of whether or not it's good that they're there for other people. But I do feel like like I'm the one in a marriage who like I'll leave the they'll do the dishes surely <laughs> surely if I just leave it the dishes are there it's obvious they need to be done surely I'll do it a week goes by what the fuck you know what they'll do it I'm sure they'll do the dishes and then they do the dishes and I'm like fucking finally yeah. rather than being like oh good you know what I mean yeah it's a bit too real for me but uh <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you do the dishes yourself? <laughs> but you should, the dishes were obvious and easy. Yeah, <laughs> Four, no, you've forty yeah. bucks US, sixty Australian. Yeah, yeah. So Metro Prime, yeah. it's kind of pricey for that sort of thing, mm. but whatever. Yes, yeah. that's, that's money. Everything's pricey. Exactly. Yeah, I'm pumped. I yeah. If I'd it was like thirty though, like then I would be like, oh, it's sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So or free. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, if they paid me to play it, yeah, that'd be cool. that's the dream. They kind of are in a very roundabout way. Mm. What well, they're they're not. They're someone not. is. Yeah. <laughs> if they did, <laughs> then I would fold immediately. Yeah, 10 out of 10. It's a 10 out of yeah. 10 game. Love it. <laughs> Here's a list of flaws with it. 9 out of 10. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pumped to play this. I played the... Mm. I think I played the third. I never got around to... Yeah, I, di- I didn't have a GameCube until quite after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also not really into Metroid at the time, even like the 2D ones. I sure. could come to them pretty late in the piece. And uh, yeah, I mean, they're like, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a nice direct, I think, when you can hop, like finish watching the stream and then there were a bunch of things to download straight away. There was mm. the Game Boy stuff, there's Metroid, there's a demo of uh, Kirby and there's a demo of Octopath. I was like, that's cool. That's yeah. a bunch of hours of stuff and, you know, three of those are, well, free slash included in a subscription thing I already have. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, cool. Cool that anytime something has just been incessantly like rumored and talked about and speculated for so long, at the end of the day, it's just nice when it's finally, it's just all the chatter can stop. You know, yeah. it's like for better or worse, it's like now that we don't need to read a rumor about this every totally. three months. It's we just can out move there. on. We can move eat on. Eat from the plates again. <laughs> and <Yeah>. Just <laughs> sit down and watch maths. <laughs> well, but you know what it is is like which the stands for Metroid and. Fire emblem, but it's misspelled. Yeah, fire <laughs> emblem. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, but you know, it's like the to go back to the dishes analogy. Then mm. we, the, then the dishes get dirty again. Oh. And you're sitting there going, "It's been a week. <laughs> when the fuck are they going to port Metroid Prime 2? It is fun. I like. <laughs> yeah. I was sort of looking at reactions of people, and you know, a lot of people like, "Oh, great, wonderful direct," which I'm sort of surprised. But people being negative about it, seeing people <laughs> respond to them being like. Nothing's ever good enough for you, is it? When will right. it ever be good enough? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Adam, <laughs> Nothing's ever good enough. Everything can always be better. <laughs> and the only way to achieve that is through intense criticism. <laughs> well, you know, I was talking about this out the front uh, when you got here, Adam, that like, um, it's so funny being a fan of video games and like just the disconnect between forgetting that these people are running a business. So they've got mm-hmm. to think about their projections and the fiscal year and all this kind of stuff. When if you're a fan, you're like, why don't you just put everything good out right now, straight away, <laughs> yeah. for me to consume at my leisure whenever the fuck I want it, yeah. which is right now. And it's like, because if we put everything out at once, it's all going to eat into the profits of each other yes. and we won't make as much money to keep our business afloat. Yeah, yeah, to pay <laughs> wages for the people making the next games. Yeah. Why don't you make a new F-Zero? Because nobody wants it. Yeah. <laughs> you do. 
But right. you're weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's it is because it's like there's really no other like media stuff that I don't uh, that I think really fu- functions in that way. It's yeah. like even like a movie franchise that people love, you just accept. It's like, hey, I love that one. It'll be two or three years mm-hmm. until the next one. I'm happy. You like no one's like no one's walking out of June going like this is fucking bullshit. Yeah, they should bring out June two tomorrow. James it's Cameron, I know you've already made the next one. Just <laughs> yeah. release it. Just release it. Uh, mm. The Me- Metroid Prime is so fucking good. By the way, yeah, I'm gonna play it. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm I interested. I don't know if I'm gonna play this remaster because like I played that original yeah. know, four times or something, but it's up right. there in like the. Ocarina of Times and whatever of like Nintendo's best fucking shit. Mm. I'm interested to see how it holds up to someone playing it for the first time 20 years after yeah, the fact. Yeah, yeah, well, nice. I, I mean, the fact that there was no Metroid Prime 4 in here, I, I mm-hmm. have had this thought for a while that it's like, it's just getting shuffled onto the next hardware. But this now being released on the Switch, you would think a big part of that is to just kind of, because it's been such a long time since they made a Metroid Prime. Yeah. You would think the main motivation for doing that other than just making some cash. Yep. Is to just get people back into you know they yeah. had dread to last year to getting people back into the world yeah. to remaster it rather than to release the GameCube version in some mm, form right. or those three like that is more effort that I think suggests the same thing and maybe mm. that's the thing we see for the back half of this year yeah in in July or something um, the other thing that they showed was Tears of the Kingdom yeah mm-hmm. an actual sort of the most footage we've gotten of that, like mm-hmm. proper, I know they've shown like some sort of in-engine-y stuff, but it didn't really look like a full kind of gameplay trailer in the way that this did. Yeah, yeah. Um, a mysterious new bad guy, we think. The moon? Well, the I moon's think at least moon. shooting at the ground. I do think it's the moon. Yeah. Um, the moon I, existed I, just as a thing in the last one. Yeah, the just, blood moon, yeah. Every now and then it was just an ex- it was basically just an excuse to make sure that you don't end up with an empty world because you could have theoretically killed every single enemy that's in there. So yes. just brought everyone back to life and yeah. there was like a little timed period where everything was a bit more dangerous. But having that be more of just like a yeah, an actual story gameplay mm. focus other than just a little... Yeah, because I can't remember. I feel like that was happening because of like Ganon's power or whatever. Mm. So, but maybe it was a separate thing in that. And if it... Or maybe Ganon like died and went to the moon. He could be back. Yeah. It'd be crazy for Zelda to bring him back yeah. as a series. But <laughs> yeah. maybe Ganon's back at it again. This was kind of honestly, this feels weird to say, this was sort of the least interesting part of the direct for me i was i mean i was yeah i was blown away by the metroid surprise drop and uh the pikmin gameplay looking great that this felt like what the very first look trailer should have been in terms of seeing stuff of the game this kind of felt like it this kind of gave me a bit less than you know that first one where he's like jumping off and it's like oh wow there's all this stuff in the sky that's what about the cars and shit cars and shit's Cool. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, and it was, yeah. I that's, think, that's something. I think it was, yeah, it was like a well-made trailer, but also like having seen that sneak peek, it's like, well, I can mentally put this trailer together. Right. You Especially know? And already. the cars and stuff is like, yeah, that's traversal. That's not mm. like, oh, you know. I, I, well, it, who knows? It, yeah, I would imagine it's got to be more um, crucial than that because from that last trailer and this one, I think maybe part of the reason it seems un- is because it's very clearly super similar in a lot of ways yep. to Breath of the Wild. Well, this yep. is the thing. I feel like I'm at the point, I think you got to this point with God of War Ragnarok where I'm like, I don't really need to see any more of this. I'm going to play it. I'm going to love the fuck out of it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, before, unless before it was it like released, a gigantic yeah, yeah. full deep dive, it's like, 
Yeah, man, I'm in. I don't need to see these little glimpses where it's like it, it does still feel to me like they're just having a hard time mm. putting together a little package trailers that, and like yeah. working out what to show and what to keep up the sleeve. Like well, because I, yeah. if if what they're doing with this game, if the big differences are pretty um difficult to rapidly describe things mm. like what appears to be a new one of your like belt powers, you yep. know, that little with like your magnet and your freeze or whatever, it seems like you've got a green one now mm. that maybe sticks these kind of cubes that the car and a flying platform he's on are made out of together. So like a little construction-y fucking Fortnite-y Minecraft-y thing maybe. Well, yeah, and like where you have to like hunt down and find them as well. There's, it shows him like finding one at the bottom of a lake. Yeah, yep. and that could be cool. If you're building like a base yeah. that flies and drives as you go through this game and and adding these attachments to it, and then, like, he's sliding on a rail at one point. And so it's oh, all yeah. just, like, sort of extra bits that you would add on to Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it's that's... hard to to display them without doing one of their deep dive things, which they do do, where they yeah. spend 40 minutes going, here's exactly how this will work. The inventory screen yeah. works. Yeah, it's... Did they But maybe do... they don't want to do that for Zelda because part of the thing is you know, exploration and, and discovery. Yeah. yeah. Did they, it's not they, like a Smash Brothers. They didn't do that for Breath of the Wild, did they? They, they well, they did have they a, did. So like okay. they, I'd forgotten about like when it was a Wii U game. Yeah. Exclusively, there was that one really long video of like uh, Miyamoto and Anuma both sitting down with oh, the gamepad, right. like showing you exactly how it played and how you move the gamepad to look. Do you remember this? He I was do like standing very in a vaguely, forest. Yeah. And, and it was like. 2015 or something when the game was meant to come out in 16 before it had gotten delayed. And yeah. so it's like, weirdly, there were like two cycles of them sort of right. treating that game as two different entities almost. When yeah. It, it looked pretty different at one point too, I remember. The kind of almost cell shaded sort of... It looked more like Skyward Sword, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they did a lot more description of Breath of the Wild. And then they went to the effort of like getting people to play and showing and like really yeah. describe it. It's open what and like... This one is a lot more similar to Breath of the Wild. So just getting those little hints of like, there's more enemies. They yep. showed some flying guys and I think some others. Mm -hmm. There's Mr. Blockhead, remember? Yep. Mm. yep. There was Big Block Boy. Yep. More, a new kind of core mechanic thing. And you're also up in the air a bit and mm. they've changed the landscape in seemingly kind of subtle ways. Well, in a yeah, lot of I mean, parts, the big, you know, the big thing of. Uh, the first one was that feeling of discovery, mm. which they don't have this time around. They, they, I mean, if they're using the same map, they just don't have it in the same not, way. Not mm. So they do <coughs> have to get creative about yeah. how they're, yeah, what stuff they're adding. It can't just be like, oh, this area, remember this from the first game? Well, now it's got a rail going through it. I'm sure mm. there will be bits and pieces of that stuff, but yeah. it's, it's If that's it, done well, it could be cool though. Yeah. Like, yeah. like flipping what you thought of a place. I mean, I, mean, I trust them. Like, whatever yeah. they're doing, I'm, I know it, I'm sure it'll be good. But it is like a, they, yeah, they, I think they really have a, no wonder it's been delayed because they've, I, th I think it must be really challenging to think about how you, mm. yeah, how you, how you do this all again. Um, and it, it was nice to see some footage of it looking like it was running okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As well. That's, yeah. that's reassuring. And that was basically the direct. Yeah. You can see all of it, yeah, again, on YouTube and, um, or I guess on a Twitch channel too. Yep. We'll have yep. like the, the VOD, yeah, yeah, as I think the kids it's there. call them. I think it's already there. So 36 views. 
Huh? Uh, 36 views of the VOD before the, Holy the podcast started. Nice. Everyone who listens to us has watched <laughs> it twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I feel like, uh, you know, there's probably a lot of people out there thinking like, thank God uh, the Game Boy games are finally on the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. It's taken a while. And um, I just want to say to everyone who's wrapped to have them on there, uh, you're welcome. Because I feel like I did will this into existence <laughs> yes. by um, spending some money on a Game Boy Micro and a flash cart a couple of weeks ago. Because, like I said, I'd given up on them ever appearing on the Nintendo Switch, and I thought it's a great library. Want to be able to play it? Just going to get some original hardware and yep. uh, play some Game Boy Advance games in the only way that I'll <laughs> ever be able to play them yeah. going forward. Even if they did put some on the Switch, there's no way they put the obscure ones like Kuru 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 in on there. <laughs> which, so it's the only way I'm going to be able to play something like that. Yeah. Which I've been playing a fuckload of, and it's a great ass game. Oh, it's fun as it's hell. It's a really good little puzzle. I think you'll like it, Ben. It's okay. it's good stuff. You've it's, got like a constantly rotating paddle that you're controlling, and you're trying to like work your way through 2D levels. So like, oh sure, it's, it's always spinning. And so when it's at a certain angle, you can get through this yeah, part. Get through tight, yeah. yeah. And you can there's little springs you can hit that'll make it go around the other way. And yeah, nice. Yeah, it's cool. It's so simple, but it's um, and just the conceit of it, like yeah, you're a little penguin that has to go out. Like the the little spinning paddle is like it's the top of a helicopter that you're oh, in. So in between the levels, sure. you're this little penguin guy who's running and he's hopping into his little. Helicopter that then you're just seeing from above. It's, oh, cool. it's, it's really cool. You can play it right now. You sure can. Yeah. Uh, I love that you bought a Game Boy and a flash card for it. It's like real proper Infinity Machine. I know. Shit. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I tell Sink you what, deeper though. into this fucking <laughs> dark hole that I you've you what, taken a step into. I was pretty close on hitting the pre-order button on one of those pocket analogs just because I wanted. Oh, that. oh hell yeah! That big Dude. crisp screen. But now that's FPGA, the switch. FPGA motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but so no, I'm, you're I'm, just keeping your subscription to Nintendo Online. I'm glad that that's yeah, because I mean, the, it's there's something cool about playing stuff on the original hardware. Of mm-hmm. course, I'm preaching to the choir over here. <laughs> oh, but man. yeah, that's that screen. It's you know, it's cool and it was great for the time. But there is a part of you that's like, I just have been thinking this week, like God, just having this. You know, the games look so vibrant, and that screen is good for the time that it was made. But the Game it's Boy like Micro, the game. Well, yeah, the game and the Game yeah. Boy Advance ones as well. They don't right. have backlights in them. Mm-hmm. They're really not. You know, they're not giving you the... Even just, like, looking up a game on, you know, Wikipedia and seeing a screenshot of it on there, it's like, God damn, that is just so much richer and just popping on this, like, proper screen. It's mm. the, There's two parts of it because, like, there is also a really... For me, it's the same as with, like, CRT TVs and stuff. There are some things about those that uh, are, like, better as displays for yeah. those things, but in most ways they are kind of worse. Mm. Right. But... Compared to like, yeah, like an LED or an OLED screen. If you have like, yeah, and it's hard to get some games running on an OLED because of the way you have to go through and buy a fucking box to connect it. But like, yeah. the, the there's stuff with like the refresh rate and whatever and resolution stuff. And But the, the main thing that you're looking for by getting a Game Boy Micro or what, or looking at something on a CRT, it's the vibe. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the feeling. It's pretending that you're 14 again. <laughs> right. I got it pre, <laughs> pre-used. Um, so it's got like a, you know, it's it's just someone's personal one that they had. It's mm. got a couple little nicks on the buttons. There's a little bit of That was going like, to be my name. <laughs> <laughs> there's this little, you know, the back of the one corner of the screen's like a little bit faded and it's right. like, yeah, cool. This was... Someone had a good, you know, this had a life. This yeah. Had a, it's like a, it's like a Andy giving all his toys away to right. the next door neighbour. It's like, yeah, it's got some guy's name written on it in texter on the back. But then like, the little girl was like, this screen looks like shit compared to the new FPGA <laughs> options that you can get. 
yeah, uh, nice. yeah. I've been playing a uh, playing Warrior Land Four. Great ass game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all those Mario advances. The like Mario versus Donkey Kong. Uh, Drill Dozer. Did you ever oh, play Drill Dozer? Back I remember in the day? Drill Dozer, but I never played it. Great platformer. Uh, I would hope it comes out on. Well, yeah, I think they'd have the rights to it. Um, on mm-hmm. the. Game Boy Advance Online thing. I it's, think it's was it a it's Konami Game Freak game? It's Game Freak. Oh, is it? Oh, okay, right. It's right. a Game Freak game that actually that doesn't suck. It's mm. um, that's made well and <laughs> they do works it one properly. in every like ten games. They pull yeah. it off. It's a platformer. You get a little drill, and uh, you're holding down the R trigger to like drill into walls and do puzzles and stuff using that. And there'll be it's kind of like each each level is like a mini Metroidvania where bits of Certain walls you can't get through with the drill that you've got, so you unlock, you find gears in the level that power up the drill, and this is resetting at the at the end of every level. There's some right. conceit where you know you get your little drill gets hit, and it's all the gears scatter again, and uh, it's cool. It's got a little rumble built into it, Hell which yeah. for the time would have been crazy tech and a little handheld, and just the feeling of like. Yeah, you're well, holding the, down the like the rumble was in the cartridges. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, really? Po- Pokemon pinball and shit would have bigger cartridges to fit a little rumble motor in there. That's yep. crazy. And it would only work in you know certain ones that obviously mm. had that fucking hardware in there. Yeah. It's man, the past is so much better. <laughs> the, I, I read a really interesting fucking article about the pipeline from nostalgia to fascism. Oh, and it made yeah. me so scared. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I've got a PS1. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. I mean, li- literally, if you like, you know, do your deep dive on World War Two and Germany, it's like, yeah, nostalgia was a huge factor. It's, it, the A in Magaris stands for again. Yeah. Mm. It's people looking back with rose tinted glasses, but I'm not gonna, I, I choose to ignore it when it comes to video games. Yeah. You're gonna they... look into, look through CRT tinted glasses. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tommy, you mentioned your little drill in Drill Dozer. Yes. If you've got a little drill of your own that you want to take care of. Oh, boy. Now we're in second gear. (laughs) Manscaped can help you with that. Trim up your pubes and get down uh, with Manscaped's fine, fine products. They're, of course, sponsoring us again. Yeah. Uh, They will be sponsoring us every week because they're beautiful, beautiful people. And they... they they see results. That's right. You guys are still getting on there and you're smashing that order button. If you <laughs> want to see results or the skin underneath your pubes, uh, use the Lawnmower 4.0. It's one of the best, it's the best electric razor I've ever owned, actually. Mm. Un- unequivocally the best. It's waterproof. It's um, it's nick free, so like you, Knox. Yeah, <laughs> mostly nick free. There was a chance, and yeah. look, user error happens. Yes, we can't say you'll never do it, but it helps. Up until now, you will just be named Adam. <laughs> um, yeah, awesome, awesome products. They got the the uh, ear and nose hair trimmer as well, which I used just yesterday. Oh, I yeah. used the Manscaped fucking shampoo oh. when I washed my hair earlier today. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. That they, they, they the stuff they make is good. Like it's. It's it's I like that they are our sponsor because it's very easy to recommend them. I yeah. don't feel it's nice to not feel guilty about advertising something yes. because the, they the, are good. The feeling of them, like it's not like sharp, cheap plastic. It's like well smooth made. to to touch. Um, yeah, USB charger. It's just uh, the the only thing you need if you want to <laughs> shave your pubic hair and or your beard. In my opinion, it honestly works for all hair. Yeah. Mm. You can, I, I think they're selling themselves short by limiting themselves to the pubes. Yeah, and to just man's. 
everyone in the world should use it for every hair they've ever had. I agree. <laughs> Speaking of everyone in the world, if you want to pretend that you're in different parts of the well, world. Well, by the way, with Manscaped, 20, uh, oh, use yeah. the code FILTHY, you get 20% off and free shipping. And they're not just good, they're also a deal for if you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Manscaped.com. Use the code FILTHY. 20% off and free shipping. Yeah. That's right. And yeah, I think we mentioned it last week, maybe. Uh, using the code helps us. So, yeah. you know, it's it it helps both of us. It helps you. It's win-win. This, the, I don't us. want to get too uh, business speak. Okay. But this is, uh, there's no, it's all upside. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Back uh, to you, the segue. <laughs> NordVPN. NordVPN. They're our other ongoing sponsor. Uh, NordVPN, the best VPN that exists, uh, in my opinion. I used it before they were a sponsor, and I'll use it long after they get wisely <laughs> realized no um it's uh, a vpn is something that you need if you use the internet it's not just uh, for fun you know for hopping around viewing things in different countries it's uh, not a toy it's a tool it's, but a, tool. it's a fun tool yeah uh like you... a vibrator <laughs> sure it's a tool but it's fun as well if, if keeping that... it out in the tool shed <laughs> just like midway through with your partner like oh do you want to spice this up i'll get the vibrator out all uh, right i'll just yeah. I'll be I'll be two minutes. I just got to run out to the garage. You and got get it. Out. I noticed your tool on wall. The yeah, on yeah. The wall. <laughs> that's a big outline. What's that one for? <laughs> Why are the veins on the outline as well? <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. Uh, it's handy for uh, giving you security while you browse the internet, hiding mm-hmm. your identity from things like you know the government who shouldn't be seeing what you're doing. Really easy to use on a bunch of different devices as well. Yes, um, and yeah, it's always been like reliable too. I remember mm. like other VPN stuff I'd used before kind of using Nord. Like you can get sort of websites you go to that, and they just don't fucking work or they're slow yeah. or it like drops it. And like NordVPN has worked pretty effortlessly for me the whole time I've used it. Yeah. And you can go to nordvpn.com slash filthy. Yeah. And that's where you get your deal from us for that. Big old discount, bunch of bunch of your stuff there um, in that deal. It's like yeah, a, a massive discount, some like free months, a little little extra bonus thing. Um, reduces it to a ridiculously cheap price of like yeah. two dollars something a month for it's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah necessary service. Exactly, one of those sort of utilities that you just sort of have and yeah, nordvpn.com/slash/filthy if you want a deal on a utility. Yeah. yeah, if you listen to us in China. Yes. That's how you'd be listening to us, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I went to Shanghai, I had been told, hey, so obviously you can't use anything Google-based over here. I'm like, right. oh, yeah. And then I got there and just forgot that Gmail is a part of Google. And I was like, hmm, okay. And then I'm like... <laughs> Interesting wrinkle. And then I'm trying to look What's up... What's that first letter in G stand for again? <laughs> why why, why would this work? I thought it stood for good. Good it's mail. Good mail. Mm. Got mail. Um, and then uh, I had to just... And then I'm like in the hotel trying to Google like... <laughs> just, just I'm like, I guess I'm you don't get it. You're I was like, funny. well, yeah. I was like, oh, oh, fuck. Okay, I guess I'd better get a VPN. And then I'm like, how yeah. do I? Because they're blocked. As and then the dumbest man oh, goes to China. Yeah. <laughs> I just did completely. And then walking outside, be like, help anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, I went to. I think weirdly, I went to a cafe where their their Wi-Fi had a VPN on it. Oh, interesting. I think they were like a cafe that was run by Australian people and was Australian themed. Great. And it was across the road from my hotel and someone had recommended it. I'm like, I'm not coming to China and then just going and eating at an Australian-themed cafe. Uh, yeah. I would I would do the same thing as well, probably. Well, Almost it was right certainly. there, so I went in and then they were like, hey, you're probably locked out of all of your stuff that you want to do at home. Well, we've got a VPN on our internet. And that I was is, like, this is actually really handy. That is something that I would seek out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, how are they not 
shut down by the government. I don't know. Yeah, you get I guess they got a VPN. They're hiding it. They're exactly. Hidden. Yeah. The fish who keeps his mouth shut never gets caught. That's wow. That's why I always say into mm. myself in the mirror as I open my mouth yet again. Blood, 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 blood. Hey, I've been playing a game. No. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck. You know what I've been spending my time doing? Playing video game. Dude, it's a ridiculous waste of time. <laughs> and I feel guilty about it, but it's what I've done. I played a bit of... Okay, I wanted to just A quickly, recent release. I played season fucking subtitle. Um, of the Witch. No. Way off. <laughs> Journey... Oh, shit. I should look this up. It, the game is called Season. It's that one... It, there were a few sort of uh, showcases where it popped up mm-hmm. with... Uh, you're riding a bike around. Okay. Getting I'm your. Gonna uh, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look, look up the specific title here. It it's called well. Season, and you ride a bike around. Okay. What Again, I know so far. We're uh, Season Phantom Trick. I'm <laughs> yes. season. season, a letter to the future. Okay. That is the full. I was just gonna Google Season Bike and see if that did anything. <laughs> um, but I've got my VPN set to Shanghai, so I can't. Nothing. Look it up. So, season a letter to the future. It's on PS4, five, and on the PC where I've been playing it. It is a like oh, an yeah. indie game, uh, kind of a like I suppose it's an adventure game. Sure. Or like if you were, a, you know, if it fits into the. Do you want to hear IGN's mouthful of a summary of what it is? I, I'm about to give my own mouthful of a summary, so I would love to have a comparison point. Season is a third-person atmospheric adventure bicycle road trip game. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a firewatchy type of walking simulatory type of thing. Okay, where it's not really uh, pressure on you at any sure. point during this. The, the The point of the game is to you're in like this kind of fantasy world that is uh, very kind of. It's not apocalyptic, but mm. like you, you as you travel through this thing of uh, learning about how the the a season in this kind of is more like an era okay. okay rather than like a weathery thing it's a it's a the the world kind of ends and starts and changes and right and a war might be a season and you're going out and exploring kind of like a like a uni gap year like that you've never been out of your weird little town right and i'm finding out i'm finding out about this world and journaling as you do that like the game is sort of seen from the perspective of someone reading your finished journal okay and then goes back to you making that journal and it's pretty freeform in the way you do it. Like you're in an area and you can take photos and record audio and find trinkets mm-hmm. and then you scrapbook with those. Okay. To like varying levels of interest, I am not clicking with it because I'm finding it irritating. <laughs> like the tone of it is very yoga teacher oh, type right. of just A like... too earnest. It's so like... I I'm let's just take a moment and uh, really <laughs> soak in this energy. Okay. Like it, it's saying a stuff little, like that all uh, the time, right? Like a little condescending, almost or something. I, it's not. It doesn't feel like really pretentious or condescending or anything because it means it and it's trying to be positive and mm. it's like enjoying itself. Mm. It sounds like it's been made by the makers of a meditation app that I use from time to time, where it's like the voiceover will be like very like just very that tone. Mm. Give yourself a moment to just yeah. relax. 
and feel the breath. And it's not right. that the person doing it is being fake, which c- can be a style of that that is annoying. No, yeah, maybe condescending is not the right word, but like, or like patronizing. It's but grating it's like is all it is. Yeah, right. It's like, if you're not in the mood for it, right. it just is, is... It's just annoying. Too different, yeah, of a... And it like, so you, yeah, you're... It's, it's kind of around memories and like you start the game at your like leaving before going on your adventure and your mum is like sacrificing some memories to try and keep you safe but like just the descriptions and the tone of everything is so like sincere and earnest and heartfelt and like um i guess poetic and not in like a like too exciting of a way just in like a just serious boring people right you know what i mean like it's yeah it's, um definitely something that i don't think is will be bothersome to people across the board but it's a tone that i just don't connect with at all mm. right so i'm not like i don't think it's badly done it's just a color i don't like sure yeah. you know it's it's what so is an example of a color that you don't like green really there's too much of it Huh? Really? You know, if you're ever in the forest, it's just like this is fucking green. I everywhere. love that yeah, though. I find it very relaxing. Green's nature. It's yep. Ninja Turtles. It's Kermy. <laughs> you don't yeah. like Kermy? I think for Ninja Turtles to be second only to nature. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I suppose I mean, red because it frightens me. Red, red is an ang- red's an angry danger. Red, red, yeah. yeah, red was my favorite color growing up, but it is an angry color. And that's okay. kind of the point: is that a color can be different it, depending on the mood you're in. Too. Oh, absolutely. And that's the thing: is I think if I played, like, I haven't finished it, and it's not particularly of a long game, but uh, I think if I was in a different mood, and a similar thing happened to me with Firewatch, which you guys both yeah, liked a yeah. lot, but I just wasn't clicking with mm. in no, it. I, I, and those types of games are so only the 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 mood and the yeah. atmosphere and this one certainly is that that like if you're just not feeling it then you're not feeling it mm-hmm. there but is that sort of style of game that yeah firewatch is in and it sounds like this is in that is like it it's it's great that it exists and it's you know they're they're well made but there just is this weird sort of like yeah genre of very earnest kind of yeah that tone of game that's really only existed in the last six or seven years Mm. and is so far removed from any other type of game just not feeling gamey at all right feeling more like you've got this and it it does like kind of pbs kids show voiceover stuff happening it's it I don't mind what you're doing in it. Like the point is to go around and like at your own pace, like you you just need a certain number of um, these like mementos to fill up a part of your book mm-hmm. and you're going back and forth and doing them. So you're not like, uh, it, you're, you're pretty free to just go and explore and you'll see a goat and you go take a photo of a goat and then she'll have Ooh. something to say about the goat and you're okay. like, oh, nice, okay, a goat. Right. And like the ideas that are there and even the way it's being done is like kind of cool. And like riding your bike around feels nice mm-hmm. and the environment and like the world is uh, weird and interesting looking enough. And like uh, weird as in like the, the setting is mysterious and, mm. you, and it, like learning some stuff about it is, is satisfying. Yeah. There's just something about the mood that the game is in that doesn't fit with the moon that I, the mood that I tend to be in when I am playing a game mm. or will ever be like, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a, a, 
it's just unrelatable to me. The type of tone is just not relatable to me, so I don't connect with it. Right, and then I think there's also like an element of like, uh, it's this is such a can be such a frustrating perspective. But like, I had a an ex girlfriend who I would be like, oh, I'm playing this game where you walk through a forest and you know you're looking for this and that, and then be like. Why don't you? Why don't you just go outside and go for a walk through a forest? You know, like <laughs> where where I often don't agree that that is a fair criticism of a game. But no. this game, it sounds like it would be more fun for me to go and ride my bike through the countryside. <laughs> I, I, the the way that the game has has constructed its like the the discovery of the world is the most interesting thing. So I like I don't mind that part of it. It's just that the things that you discover have a have a just a bit annoying mm. as well. Do you know what I mean? So oh, like, I, I totally think the, yeah. the actual game part of it. I know what you mean, but like I th- I don't I think it's kind of well made mm. in in its like mechanical way. It's getting you to explore. And it stuff. looks it's nice. Not, yeah, right. Looks, the art style and everything looks looks pretty cool. Yeah, and I think I'd like a lot of other people will like it more than I did. But um, I I did see a review that described it as vacuous, which is possibly I, if that I w- tonal thing that you're getting yes. at. Yeah, I I like I don't want to be mean about it because it's a taste thing, but I think the game thinks it's so much smarter than it is. Right. Yeah, right. and that's also always feels like such a like by we, saying that it means that I think I'm smarter than the game. Which <laughs> and, it, and like, you're, yeah, you're make, you're assuming that's what it's it is. I just I yeah. can't separate the style of. Speak. If someone tells me to pause and have a moment of gratitude, (laughs) I will fucking flip out and fly a blimp into the ground. (laughs) Okay. I will like Hindenburg the shit out of a backflip into a a flying blimp. I'll I'll take over the controls. Wily Coyote explode (laughs) because like it's just it 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 really bothers me. Yeah. And I, I would have to do a lot of expensive digging to find out why. <laughs> I was listening to this podcast. It's just like about future sort of stuff and tech and like there's an interview with a, a, a social media expert. Right. Who apparently got into like a lot of trouble for tweeting like, um, I don't, I like something about disliking the tone of people who are like, here's a puppy to brighten up your news feed, self-care moment. It's like yeah. that thing of like, oh, I don't need you to tell me how I should be feeling. And it can yeah, feel yeah. really dismissive and like a, yeah. a, like and papering glib. over yeah. things. Like it does, it it has that feeling of coming to me from such a, such a privileged position of like, mm. I'm glad that you're capable of pausing for a moment and feeling gratitude. Right. That mechanically doesn't fucking work for me. Yeah. And it's annoying that you think that is the solution that I am missing. Mm, right. Like, how fucking idiotic do you think that I am <laughs> right. that you think I missed that fucking trick? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't try cheering up? And I don't think <laughs> the game is trying to make me feel that way. <laughs> like, no, I don't, it, it seems to like have a lot of crossover with that that kind of uh it's just yeah like this this piece and not like that's all of it and like that but like okay so that when you leave your thing there's like uh your your dad uh has died in uh, earlier Mm -hmm. and um but you hear a big blimp crash advice that he gave you of like when you leave so you have like this little village and they've thrown you a party and they've written wishes for your future on uh, some 
some uh, oh, ribbons that they've hung from a tree. I hate this village. And, you, <laughs> and everyone you know, in it. You leave the village. Well, when you go through, there's nobody even in it. And maybe there's a mystery oh, there. Oh, maybe you, I killed them And all. so that's the thing. There's some interesting <laughs> stuff of like, what's going on in this world? And there's yeah, like this sure. weird kind of law here. But then you go out of the village and he's like, before you take your first step, lie down with your back to the dirt and feel your ancestors. They're all contained within that ground. And the future ones are there too. Now, close your eyes. You can feel them. Stand back up. You still feel them, don't you? Go out and learn something and bring it back to them so you'll have a story to tell. Okay. And this, it's like, this really fucking does fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> this Sorry really to does shout, but feel fuck like off! If you, if you <laughs> meditate using an app and you like that, you won't be bothered by this. Yeah. Because right. it's just what all that It'll stuff is. It'll probably calm you down. I yeah. made myself actually angry. <laughs> yeah. That, like, I was joking when I shouted, but also it was a real emotion. Because, like... Fuck off! Mm. I don't. I, I just don't like it. Yeah. But the game's pretty good. Seven <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> Sick. Dude, I I hope that makes sense to people, and it's not like annoying. Like I in- don't think it makes sense, but it'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. I, oh. I know exactly what you mean. It- I played a couple of games. Oh, actually, I played a couple of game demos. Okay. Okay. Um, which were actually pretty relaxing. Um, I played one called F- Fableton. Or Fable Town, Fableton, I think. Yeah. Uh, and I play one called Plan B, Terraform, I think. Both city building games. Nice. Okay. And both. This cunt loves to build a city. Mm. I do. Yeah. I wish I could build a city, honestly. It'd it be really fun. Really hard. Though. Um. Uh. They're both yeah, pretty chill games. Um. Both indie games, as far as I can tell. I think that's what the Next Fest is. The Steam Next Fest. Yeah. Um. Uh. I think I prefer Plan B of the two, but Fableton is like classic fantasy setting, uh, and it's very similar mechanics to Against the Storm, which I played last week. Yeah, where it's like, well, you start off with like very limited uh, uh, scope of what you can build, but you've got like a few villages. So you build one thing and you assign them to a building. So they are, you can build like a lumber, or no, it's like a labor camp or something. Okay. Uh, no, I'm getting the idea of the sort of city you're looking to build. <laughs> I understand now. It's like a labourer's hut. Well, I have like different sections. For <laughs> <laughs> First, you build a high barbed wire fence. No, yeah, it's like a labourer's tent and then that's like your builder's sort of hut. And it's like, okay, you assign a villager to that. They'll be the one to build the next thing and the next thing you build a farm. But it's, it's a little bit more... Homely and personal than Against the Storm. It's like, I'll build a fun little road to connect all your villagers' houses. Mm. It really is like a, a yeah, a nice, um, wholesome version of, uh, of Against the Storm where it's like, yeah, just hang out and build stuff up and assign villagers to that. Yeah. Finish a little challenge, get some more villagers. Um, so that is literally the gameplay mechanics of Against the Storm. So maybe this is something that there was a bigger game a couple of years ago that everyone's starting to, you know... Yeah, take, it, take inspiration from. They definitely seem to be having a moment. This yeah. like this this style of thing. I don't quite know why either. Mm. Yeah, and but then yeah, Plan B, uh, Terraform. I liked uh, a little bit more, where it was like a procedurally generated planet. Yeah, and and uh, you like zoom in and out, and you've got the whole goddamn globe of it. Um, and there'll be some preset like little cities, little settlements, and it's all uh, like hexes. Yeah, and and each hex, yeah, you can place one thing. Whether it's like um, a little harvester, like a like in Dune, like a spice harvester, but it's for whatever resources on that that hex. Yeah, 
And then next to it, sort of Factorio style, next to it you build like a little depot. So it's like, well, these minerals go to that depot. Next to the depot you build a factory. Factory processes those minerals into like steel bars. Next to that is another depot that moves steel bars. And next to that's like an assembly plant that uses steel bars to build more factories or something. Um, <laughs> and then at some point someone asks, why are we building more factories to build more steel to build more factories? And then they kick them off the plane. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, well, yeah, what what you're doing that, and that's like the start of the, the, the tutorial of the demo, I guess, is like you do that sort of sequence. Yeah. And then it goes, hey, remember how there's like cities dotted around the planet? Well, you want to connect those cities to these resources. So you've got to learn how to build roads. You've got to learn how to build trucks that go on the roads. Uh, and then the cities can grow by delivering resources to them. So it is um, that's sort of the gameplay loop. And you're okay. like with all those sort of like city builders uh, or real time strategy games, it's always giving you like, um, you know, build five factories, you know, and after that, it's, you know, expand your city's population to 10. Yeah. So at, at least initially, you're getting given all of those benchmarks to hit. And then it seems like it's more, it's less like, oh, now you play a campaign, but it's like, now you do a procedurally generated world of your own and try and, you know, f cover it in buildings and factories and fucking roads and shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. The the game, the, the visual style is very sort of cell shaded. Um, it's, uh, yeah, a little, not cartoony, but sort of simplistic. Okay. Um, ran great, like really smooth. Zooming in and out of the whole planet um, was really smooth. Uh, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> cool. I, I, I started typing in to um, see this visual style of Plan B Terraform. Mm. I typed in Plan B. I couldn't remember the subtitle and was genuinely close. To, is it Plan B Chemist Warehouse? And then realized <laughs> what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Plan B Side Effects. Well, for me, I had a good time. <laughs> so... Plan B Terraform. Yeah, this looks nice. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. I, and yeah, there's so many demos up on this Next Fest thing. I, I just went by what looked cool in the little mouse over preview. Cool. Um, and this one's one, yeah, that definitely jumped out. Um, this sort of, yeah, like city builder space is crowded feeling at the moment, especially definitely. with early access stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, there's a lot of them around. But I can say if this is one of the ones that jumped out to you visually, that, yeah, gameplay wise, it's sick. I, I really like it. Nice. You know what else I really liked, gameplay-wise? Oh, yes. It is. Uh, we'll talk about remakes and re-releases earlier. Mm -hmm. And we are in the era of them. Dead Space. There's fucking 60 segues to tie this one in. There's a <laughs> reason for us to talk about also, it. Also, um, it's in space. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, dead, dead, dead is uh, dead like my heart that I can't accept poetry <laughs> in uh, <laughs> season. Dead like minerals are just dead animals that have been compressed uh, for <laughs> millennia. Yeah, Dead Space. Never played the originals. Did not play the Callisto Protocol because... It had some shitty early reviews come out. Yeah. Um, Including from me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but this, if you haven't played it, it's Resident Evil in space. Yeah. Uh, boom. That's it. Uh, it's, for me, pretty much just as good. Like, I'm loving the, the style. I think the writing is quite good as well for, you know, all it needs to be. It's, it's very a, yeah, relatively simple. Yeah. like you get. Oh no, off. now this is broken. Yeah. Oh no, now this is broken. Totally, We've, we need to get out of here. But now this is broken. Very similar to Resident Evil Two, where you kind of like have your your mate in the initial lobby who's like, oh well, if you go get this, then maybe that can open this, and we can do this. Yeah. So you've got yeah, you're cut off from your crewmates after 
trying to dock with this this massive like freighter, this mining ship. You're like a maintenance guy. Yeah, basically. yeah. You're an engineer. Um, you're initially trying to meet up with your wife or girlfriend, right? Who's on? Yeah, who's your a, wife? Yeah. yeah, on the ship. Stuff goes haywire. Okay. Uh, turns out there's some bloody monsters there. Big ugly fucks. Away you go. You've got to try and yeah. You, it's very yeah. Met- Metroidvania, Resident Evil sort of style. Um, the combat is uh, interesting and I think great. Mm. It's not just like shoot zombies in the head. It is cut off their limbs and then once they're straggling around on the ground, basically cut off their head. Yeah, they have it. It the remake. So I haven't played the remake, but I played the original two or three years ago yep. and remember it pretty well. And yeah, it's like the your your main weapon is this cutter, like yep. a plasma cutter. Yep. And all your stuff is sort of like maintenance guy theme. Yeah. Like there's a reason for you to have uh, this cutter because it would normally be used for like welding or whatever. Yeah. And you, you have it either vertical or horizontal and use it to like the these big zombie monster enemy things have like quite spindly limbs yeah. that you can slice either vertically or horizontally and it is like weirdly set for what sounds like a relatively meaningless change to just shooting at a thing like what right. is the difference on the surface it does feel pretty different it totally and does. it's very satisfying it's not it's like if you were someone who doesn't isn't good at like popping headshots and zombies and stuff this is a totally different kind of of uh, tense, but uh, yeah, interesting combat style. I, I like it a lot. I, I remember enjoying because like they're running at you, and yeah. you can stop them from running by cutting their legs off. <laughs> yeah, which really do- like the fact that you have a solution for this scary thing happening creates a really effective tension. Yes, um, which uh, aside from that, like atmospherically, it is scary. Mm. You know, it is very well done. The like, it's a bit maybe it's a bit of a cheat but like sometimes the lights will go out and you can only see by torchlight and there's things running at you and everything's covered in blood like yeah it's certainly like i guess on the schlockier end of what Mm -hmm. horror is it's not like super in your head it's more like right Mm. i'm coming to get you i'm coming to get you and there's like scary stuff painted on the walls in blood but it it works Mm -hmm. it has very scary music uh, that's yeah the setups the set pieces are all really fun and creative um, it really is doing like a, yeah. Oh shit! What if you were trapped in space and everything went wrong? Mm. Like it's doing it well. It's it's scary, and I find yeah the the Metrovania stuff because you like go back with security clearance you didn't have oh, yeah. and unlock stuff. Resident Evil style of game, right? Fully, like, yeah. I got the yeah. Raven key. Right. It's always satisfying. There's yes. a reason why people, you know, like they. they Metroidvanias are a dime a dozen, right? And people still latch onto them. It's that dopamine hit of like, yeah, that fucking, you know, yeah. Oh, hang on, this blue key, that door I couldn't get in was blue. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> and the, the the Resident Evil thing of like, hey, if you can be bothered to like maybe shoot shoot a few extra zombies and go down this hallway that you don't have to. Uh, here's a little upgrade. Yeah. Here's a cool little thing yeah. that you wouldn't have had before. So that's I'm finding that's yeah uh, applicable in this game as well. Yeah, cool. definitely. And then the the remake aspect is like all of the there used to be I think a lot of um, tram traversal, which is like like loading screens essentially. You know, like right. uh, this area. Oh, you've got to go from medical to engineering. So you've got to get here, go down an elevator, and jump in this, and then there's a loading screen. Uh, it's all it's all 
fluid. There's no like there are elevators, right? But there is no like stop, load. Here you are in the next area. It's all fluid. I think that was it, yeah. I think it was kind of doing the same thing. Oh, I think it would sh- do the thing of showing you like a map of the ship. Oh yeah, while it was loading and right. sort of where you're going to. But it did. Ha- I very much remember similar looking train platforms in these different areas that you would be kind of going between that did it, it, it lost a little bit of the sense of where you were on the ship. By, right. Weirdly by showing you like a map. That's my memory of it. Cause they do. Yeah. You, I, there is a tram still, uh, and you do see that map and that sort of linearity. Um, but then it's like, you're just choosing the station and then it goes, you're like still standing there and running, walking around and shit. Like it, okay. I think it just doesn't have loading screens. I think that must be the difference. Yeah. Right, that it, Cause I think that's the same, but like, it looks like that type of remake where it is the same game with better visuals, better visuals and more quality of life stuff, but not changing like the gameplay. I've, yeah. I think I've seen that they've like added some sort of side questy type things being given to you by yeah. some characters and stuff too. And yeah, they've made your character right. talk more, which I saw oh, yeah. someone uh, he was, he posting. Was he was pretty much mute and he talked more in the second game. That's so they've right. just done they've just brought it up to speed with that a right. little bit, I think. Yeah. Is what I read. It was a great game, like playing it a few years ago, that original version. So right. like having a remake of it makes sense it's it's I, i'm loving it i really and i'm i'm happy that i played those resident evil games to get me into this style of yeah. game um and it is i think it's a bit scarier honestly like right. it's and i think it is trying to be in that mm. sort of jump scary sort of horror it, movie way totally it's that like whatever you call those flu- fluorescent tube lights going ding, ding, yeah ding, yeah ding, 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 ding. it's that type of horror. yeah it's yeah. yeah it is aliens mutated aliens with like their mouths on their stomachs jumping out of holes in the wall yeah, yeah. but it's yeah, it works it's, though it's, yeah it's scary it's fun the the yeah like the ex- exploration and the not really puzzle solving, but just more like, yeah, Metroidvania y getting this to unlock this to do this. There's a couple of like these crates need to be somewhere else or whatever yes. type of things I, from from memory. Oh, yeah, because, like, yeah, you have a, a sort of like a telekinesis ability to move stuff around. Yeah, like a gravity a gun. Gravity gun sort of thing. And some other power? I forget. Um, stasis. You have stasis and you have moving stuff. Right, so there's yeah. very minor, like, um, uh, physical puzzle solving, but um, mostly it's just yeah, Resident Evil in space, and it's pretty much as good as Resident Evil. Yeah, cool. cool. I mean, it sounds you know same as when it came out. So yeah. like, um, I played it at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, you really did. <laughs> but like, so I yeah, I don't think. But it, for all the footage of the remake looks like a modern game. It looks and, great. And I, th- I surely they do now what Capcom have done, and they remake. And remaster two and I'd three. Be interested to see because I didn't like two as much as one. Mm. Um, some people like it more. It's more. It kind of goes a bit more actiony right. than one does, and is like a little more. It's like the era when Gears of War was massive and stuff. Right. So right. it kind of goes a bit that way. Mm-hmm. I didn't like two quite as much, and then haven't played three. But people really seem to not like three. Oh, okay. Possibly in a way that I think is maybe. Uh, they would soften on it if they were to play it. And it were, you know, like mm. yep. when that anger cycle and people are like, fuck you for telling me to lie on the ground. When people get unnecessarily <laughs> angry like that, they stick to it. Mm-hmm. But like, so yeah, I wonder if they do that or if like this leads to them doing a new one or, or what I, it would be. I, I I would like a new one. 
Mm. You know, like if this is, it's doing well from what I can tell, and it is good. So, yeah, good it goes straight to Dead Space Four. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'd be interested to see if you like choose to go and play two and three now after this one, like how they seem. Well, if there's going to be a remake of two, I'd rather wait. The fact <laughs> that on Steam they gave people two for free if oh, you bought one doesn't necessarily mean anything. But I guess that sort of suggests to me they wouldn't do a remake of two if they wanted, like yeah. they wouldn't really want you to go and play that one. No, that's if true. They're going to remake it. That's true. Yeah. Who knows? So yeah, we also got some opinions from our patrons, our beautiful, wonderful patrons. Uh, Craig here says the remake has done a fantastic job of keeping what was great in the original, but while making it play a bit more like Dead Space Two. Um, interesting. Uh, because, yeah, obviously, yeah, uh, Knox was saying <coughs> the original was a bit less action-focused than Dead Space 2. Um, and this remake, I don't know, for me it felt, yeah, it felt uh, like a good balance. Um, Tony reckons Dead Space might be one of the best remakes ever made. Um, but says the uh, the military guy Hammond seems a bit more bland than he was in the original. Uh, he prefers how heavy Isaac felt in 2008. Um it's fair enough. It still feels like you lumber around a little bit more than the uh, normal protagonist, but um, that is, yeah, maybe a, a negative change for Tony there. Um, uh, Shabab says, this really feels like what a worthwhile remake is supposed to. Um, Ryan loves it. This is the best way to play Dead Space, one of his all-time favorite games. Um, yeah, but all pretty much positive. Um, not just graphics and, uh, uh, <clears throat> textures, um, but story points and new endings, fantastic work, Motive Studios, that was from one. Um, so yeah, uh, pretty, pretty, uh, general positive reactions and, uh, and, and hype for this, uh, really sick game. Yeah, I, I recommend it. Cool. A lot of good games to dive into for the next week. Hell yeah. Uh, we'll be back with some, I guess, Metroid Prime thoughts. Yeah. And some other stuff next week. Filthycasuals.com.au if you want to uh, get around all the other stuff that we do. we got the Patreon. Get a bonus episode every week and support the show. Very much appreciated by us. we got the YouTube channel. Yeah. Hundreds of videos on there. Whipping through LA Noir now. Yep, yep. Go check out all that stuff. Uh, Clicker, I barely know her. Our podcast about the Last of Us. It's a funny HBO title. TV show. That's <laughs> a great show. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time, and as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Hey, let's take a moment of gratitude here to really just calm down because you're being crazy. You're completely crazy. Why don't you calm down? That's how it feels. <laughs> I hate it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 